0: Hello. This episode of Farmland is a mix of videos we completed a number of weeks ago and a video completed using new social distancing measures. We will continue to bring you news using safe distancing practices. Here's what's coming up. We look at how to improve hygiene practices in the lambing shed. Pat McCormack of the ICMSA on the need for a single authority for river management. And we get a sheep and suckler farmers view on lambing season and the COVID-19 pandemic In our first item this week, we caught up with Martin Merrick, a sheep and circular farmer from Crossmalina in County Mayo. Martin gave us an update on how the lambing season went, and we also got his views on the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: So Before we get started, we'd just like to say that our farmland team, uh, sound technicians and crew are respecting all social distancing and um, hygiene guidelines. There's no close contact um, with any of our guests on the show. Now moving on, we're here today on the farm of Martin Merrick here in Crossmillina, County Mayo. Uh, Martin is just about finishing up here with the lemon season and um, has gone on for about three weeks. So he's just going to give us a bit of an insight on how that went for him and just some, a snippet of what his plans are um, for the future.
2: We'll be running 80 acre uh, lowland farm here in North Cross Crossmillina. We're running around 120 mule and lanark yews and 20 purebred and commercial suckler cows. I'm farming here part-time with my mother and my brother. Uh, traditionally the farm was dairying up until 2002 and it switched then to beef and sheep farm full-time. Now, the last time we were here in September, we were just uh, pre-checking the ewes and the rams, I suppose, giving them their NCT before they went to breeding. Um, overall, I was quite happy. Uh, we ran a team of three Rams, a Texel and two Charlies with all the Lowland Joes, and we ran a Leicester Ram then with their Lanark Joes for breeding to replace the replacement mules. The, uh, the team of three Rams performed very well, there was only three empty out of 83 yos ran with them. The Leicester Ram then, there was a slight issue with him, he hurt his knee. He kept tupping yos, but unfortunately, there was a high empty rate with him. I suppose that's probably down to not having a backup ram or not running teams around together. So it'll be something I look through in the future to correct. I'm working full time with Chagas in Ennis. I'm doing the Walsh Fellowship down there. I started lambing here three weeks ago. Uh, I think there's currently only eight left out of 112 scanned in lamb. So uh, lambing in March seems to uh, bring sheep tighter together. It's one of the reasons we switched from earlier lambing to the March lambing. Happy so far with how things have went. Like I said, we had 112 scanned in lamb. They scanned 1.9 lambs. Uh, we've around, run a 10% mortality with the lambs, 3% with the o's, and we're looking, hopefully, to wean 1.7 lambs. Uh, we scanned in mid-December there. We, had, we scanned 15 triplets. We had closer to 22, I'd say. We had about 35 singles and 60-odd doubles then. Did a lot of cross fostering with the singles that's i suppose one of the benefits of having the yo scanned we probably cross fostered 12 or 13 of the triplets on there's very few yos rare triplets there at the minute overall uh, they went very well for us uh, i suppose one issue i would have had was the texel ram being used on some hoggets it wouldn't be a thing i'd use in the future again on mature yos there's absolutely no problem with them but probably run the shared ram separately with hoggets for the first time um, couple of issues with mismothering and, and I suppose we lost a couple of lambs, Yos lying on them, we lost three lambs of scour, a couple of other small issues but not the major, look at 10% mortality we're quite happy with it. Weather has been a major issue, I was actually quite happy with the way the yo's scanned because of the wet weather conditions, I didn't think they would scan as well. Um, the main issue is caused now I suppose is grass at the minute, now we're going to be running tight on grass because no urea went out in February. I would have ideally liked to have been hitting some paddocks around the house and around the yard here with shelter. I would have liked to hit them with a half bag of urea just to boost on. But uh, it just means we're going to have to feed concentrates out on grass a bit longer than normal. Weather-wise with yours, lambing, you know, we had to keep in the doubles as long as we could. There was a day there we had 50 doubles in, you know, we couldn't really turn them out. Singles went out to the shelter paddock here behind me. They were quite happy. I used some polytine jackets on some of those and they seem to have worked well as well. So we've only lost one lamb uh, uh, post turnout. So we're quite happy with it. Uh, we're supplementing that grass now at the minute. We're going with uh, the AWN is 19% protein but the Cellplex in it. Uh, has worked well for the yews pre-lamming and all yews out on grass are still on roughly Half a kilo, just we say. I'd the supplement yews, uh, even with plentiful grass, they would have always gotten 200 grams minimum just to prevent against any tetany issues or anything like that. So we like to reduce down the concentrates, but uh, we won't do that until we feel we're at a safe level with the amount of grass we have on the farm. We have used licks in the past, but not every yew will actually present themselves to the licks, so it's just simpler to. Uh, run a small amount of concentrates with the yews. It just covers all yost generally. With the COVID-19 situation, you would worry about the the market for lambs uh, come summertime. At the moment, it's not affecting me. It's going to affect some of the early lamb producers, uh, people targeting the Easter market. It is going to be uh, a big hit on them. Um, I suppose with March closing down, the uh, mart managers had had every right to close down. You know, they have to protect the safety of their employees and the people that attend Mertz. Obviously it's not ideal, it's it's a market outlet for a lot of farmers and you know it's competition so the lack of competition is probably going to drive prices down. I suppose being an export nation, with, especially with our, our sheep and beef uh, as we've seen with McDonalds and, and Supermax closing down you know all, all, all these are going to affect us, uh, are going to affect the price of beef and lamb in, in the factories in the next couple of months. It's a scary time, you know, there's no denying it, we're, we're dependent on, I suppose, our lobbying groups like the IFA and the ICMSA and, and all those groups to protect farmers and we hope that the Department of
1: Agriculture would protect farmers' incomes going forward into the next couple of months. So we're just finished up here in County Mayo and we've just got a brief summary of how the the breeding and the lambing season uh, has gone for Marty. We've also got some interesting um, views from him on the the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, there's a huge cloud of uncertainty cast over the country over the last few weeks, um, especially for the farming sector. So it's important that um, farmers keep safe during these turbulent times.
0: In this week's how-to video, Michael Geary travelled to Roscommon to get an insight into good hygiene practices in the lambing shed. Here's how he got on.
1: Today we're on the farm of Michael Farrell here in County Roscommon, where we're going to show you how to carry out good hygiene practices in the lambing shed. Good hygiene practice to carry out. On a sheep farm, is to sterilise and wash your lamb equipment. So, on a typical sheep farm, you're going to be using whether it be a bottle feeder such as this, you know, a syringe, or even a, a tube tube feeder. You know, these are going to be used on a regular basis every day. So, it's important that between each use, that they're washed in hot water with some washed-up liquid and disinfectant, and cleaned thoroughly. You know, like for a syringe, for example, just to soak up the water and Sprayed out a couple of times to make sure that you're getting any bit of dirt um, or any sort of bugs that are inside that tube out and that it's not spreading from that lamb you're treating onto the next lamb maybe that you'll be treating in a, in a short while later. You do that on a regular basis. It's like, for example, if you're tube feeding a newborn lamb that wasn't able to suck with its mother, you know, you're going to obviously tube feed them classroom. So it's important that between each use um, that the tube is cleaned thoroughly to just limit the risk of spread of infection from one lamb to the next. It may seem like a simple thing and it could, you know, save a number of lambs on your farm and it could just reduce the risk of diseases spreading the lamb and shed. Most Irish farms will have individual pins uh, set up in their lamb and shed. Um, So basically, to carry out good hygiene practices, each individual pin you and your lambs ever go into it It should be um, clean first, clean and dry, the concrete should be clean and dry and then on top of that then you should have a bag or a bucket of hydrated lime, cubicle lime and basically just spread it at all corners of the pin, like so. Spreading lime in an individual pin is a good way of killing any bugs or infections that may be present in the lambing shed Um, This liming will prevent any infections that could possibly transmit into the newborn lamb. Um, Animal health issues such as navel and jointill are common issues in the lamb shed and if lambs are introduced to a dirty environment, these will be problems for farmers. So it's important that you make sure that the pin itself, before anything is put on it, is dry and clean. Then add a layer of lime across all four corners of the pin and then on top of that add a layer of straw of clean fresh straw. Straw and lime will act as a barrier against any infections that are present in the lamb and shed. So after you apply your lime, you get some fresh straw and you spread it a good layer all over the pin. It's important to cover every inch of it. This straw will provide a good layer of protection for the newborn lamb from any possible infections or any bugs that may be present. got a freshly uh, born lamb here with a wet navel. The navel is an entry point for infection to go up into the lamb so to prevent infections prevent the the lamb from getting any infections we can spray the navel with iodine or you can also um, dip the navel in iodine so it's important that when you're doing this to cover every inch of the navel because if you leave any area of it Open, it's an entry point for infection, and it could could cause animal health issues down the line for this lamb. So just to wrap up, it's important to carry out good hygiene practices throughout the lambing season. These include keeping lamb pins uh, clean and dry, you know, applying lime and a good cover of straw in each pin, um, to thoroughly wash out and clean uh, lamb equipment such as stomach tubes, bottle feeders, lamb ropes, etc. Um, it's also important uh, to wear clean gloves when you're handling a an yo and not to um, use the gloves on another yo to dispose them straight away because you're just increasing the risk of spreading infections from one yo to the next. So if you can carry out these small little practices and it'll reduce a lot of animal health problems on the farm, you'll keep these lads, such as this guy here, healthy.
0: Now, In the second half of an interview we recorded a number of weeks ago with Pat McCormack. He spoke to us about the need for a single river management authority and also about government formation.
1: ICMSA for a long time have been calling for this type of one authority to look after the the river management to to really address this issue and the pace has been too slow so it is it's a priority issue as far as you're concerned this isn't maybe you know it's more focused on the marine life or wildlife rather than yeah, without with, a doubt,
3: as I, as I alluded earlier, you know, the, the people's welfare and the financial welfare of those people uh, seem to be down the pick and order. Um, you know, I'm just straight out from a, a meeting with a parliamentary party who are striving to be part of the next government. And it was a topic and item on our agenda. It was equally on our pre-election manifesto that we need a single agency because and that was well prior to any flooding in 2020. We believe it's a, long ter- it's a long-term strategy that needs to be put in place because far too often we find that the individuals become very, very much the victims uh, in these catastrophes. And that's what it is for those farm families and, and rural dwellers.
1: On that meeting Pat, um, it was with Sinn Féin, you met with 12 delegates from the party. How did the meeting go and where do you see maybe the common ground or the challenges that between ICMSA and what Sinn Féin would do for farmers?
3: Look, it was extremely constructive. They they requested it um, a number of days ago. Obviously, they feel, potentially, they're going to be part of the next government. Uh, You know, common ground, certainly the farm family and the farm family structure uh, needs to be protected. Uh, We need to promote all that's positive about Irish agriculture, our green image and our grass-based system. Um, You know, we need to protect the cap budget, and that's a huge challenge uh, in the weeks, days and weeks ahead. Uh, Equally, I suppose, you know, the various different uh, diverse opinions on convergence and you know the winners and losers there we've seen a lot of small holdings who would have a significant payment per hectare lose significantly in the last round of cap uh, through convergence and ICMSA would believe that we can't have a flat rate convergence going forward equally i suppose there was common ground on, on the potential for a voluntary reduction scheme uh, for milk production within Europe uh, if we were to have the events that we had in 15 and 16 again that it should be made a permanent tool uh, in the control of the marketplace, just as the, pri- aid, the private storage is.
1: We'll leave it there, Pat. Thanks very much for coming in to us.
3: That's
0: all for this week. You can find all our latest news on the AgriLand app and AgriLand.ie, where we have a focus on COVID-19 and its impact on
3: farmers. See you next week.